like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you gonna love the urban conservative. Do you like mamwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the urban conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're gonna love the urban conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, say? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're gonna love the urban conservative. Hey, buddy, if your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative Podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. All right, ladies and gentlemen, peace and love. You tuned into the Urban Conservative Podcast. I'm one half of the Urban Conservative Podcast, Raheem Architect Soto. Shout out to my twin brother, Dual Ali, and everybody out in North Carolina that rocks out with us. Do us a favor. Hit the like, follow, subscribe. Also, visit the website, tuconservative.com. Get yourself a membership. Get some of that behind-the-scenes footage, some of that uh, members-only footage, the blog, uh, the music page. There's just so many wonderful things going on on the site, an awesome community of folks. Um, so again, tuconservative.com is the website. There's so many events going on out here in Suffolk County. Um, so please stay tuned. We're going to be announcing some events uh, coming up next week. Starting next week, we're going to really start plugging some of these candidates' events. But I do have to shout out the whole Suffolk County GOP. Please visit the Suffolk County GOP website. Get plugged in with all of the events that's going on, especially uh, out here in the town of Southampton and across where we got candidates. It's very important we get conservative Republicans into office, American first type Republicans into office um, so we can start to save the state of New York uh, and, and, you know, really get some motion going out here. Also, um, we just announcing this first and fourth, you know, here, this is the first show we're talking about this. October 7th, we're doing our first Pints and Politics event here in New York. So if you want to get tickets to that, make sure to go to the website. There's a Pints and Politics page on there. If you want to bring the event to a city near you, you can do that. It's an awesome time. We get together with a special guest. We have a panel discussion and we drink and we talk and we 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 talk about issues and we drink and we eat and you know and, and have a good time. So shouts out to the whole team TUC in New York on that Pints and Politics, October 7th from the end in Long Beach. Get your tickets on the website now, TUConservative.com. Um today's show I, I i have to say uh you know guys seeing we promoted this brother was going to be joining us on the podcast i'm excited to do this uh very very interesting uh podcast the brother host uh host of the no spoon podcast red pill shay first time on the urban what's up, bro? what's up what's up man i'm here bro I'm, I'm i'm glad you finally made it on we was behind yeah. the scenes playing a uh, podcast tag you know how it go exactly man I, I, thank you for having me on man i appreciate it yeah, I listen, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, I know how it is. You out in Cali, you on the West Coast, right? So uh, it's an Hot. interesting time out there. It's an interesting time out there. And congrats on the marriage, right? Three to ten, right? So congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate How's that experience been for you? Oh, man, it's beautiful, man. I, I, I love it. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's how it's supposed to be, so I'm happy. That's a fact. That's a fact. I love that. I love that. And um. We need to do more promoting of the, the, the nuclear style family these days. People need to know about that. You know what I'm saying? Man, definitely. You can't. That's one of the biggest problems we have right now is that we don't have a strong family structure. No, that's a fact. So listen, let the viewers know, right? How did you get into this podcast? Because the No Spoon podcast, it it occupies a a very, very important segment of the population, I would like to say. Um, if you guys go check out the No Spoon podcast, um, and you go to the website, who this who who this brother highlights as in the description is who we talk to, right? So give the folks a breakdown. How did you get into the podcast space? What you know, what got you into it? Uh, well, so I've always been like into politics. Uh, I've always been into like social issues and stuff like that. 
Um, I was incarcerated for 15 years. And so uh, during that time, I learned a lot, studied a lot. Obviously, you have nothing but time. And that's what I did. I learned, I studied, I figured things out. And so, I mean, as far as from what I, you know, from my point of view. So when I came home, it was like I was always talking to people and they was always like, man, you know, you know, a lot of things. You should do a podcast. You should do something. You should write a book. I've always been told that you should write a book, do something. So I was always like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it, but I need to get, you know, the right equipment. I need to get this done. I need to look into that. You know, I was one of those type of people until this whole pandemic and all that started. And I was like, man, all the things that I've been reading and studying upon and all the things that I've been telling people for years is actually happening. So I don't have time. So I just like picked my phone up and went inside my car and started recording. And then, you know, from there, it started to kind of snowball to where I, I got a little bit more of a, you know, a foundation in what I was doing. And that's, that's basically it. But that was really, that was it. I mean, it was like, you know, it was like one of those where you just got like, like, let's just do it. You said people say mm -hmm, I can do it. So mm -hmm. I did it, you know, and I didn't have the equipment. I didn't have everything. And obviously now I've kind of upgraded. So, but, uh, you know, back then it was like, let's just give it a shot. That's how I got started. Really? Right. Well, to me, that's the beautiful part about this country. We live in a place that you can do that. You can have your story and background, you know, come home, have a decision, make a decision to want to do something different and then execute, you know, have the self-discipline and the, and to itness, if you will, and execute that idea. Right. So, I mean, that's just another example when we, when we, look at like what we're up against politically and this this demographic of people we talk about in the urban community are somewhat uh easily easily manipulated number one right and i wouldn't even say easily i would say i would say okay easily to be brief right but constantly manipulate right uh the the urban community the hip-hop community the black from a political space right our vote has been taken for granted right and um how how have you seen that play out since you've got really in tune with you know seeing things politically right how does how does that affect you um you know was it a change when you come home right was it a change like oh I learned all this stuff. Now I can really see how it's affecting me and I can see how it's affecting the people around me. Or was it was it a slow thing? Like, how was that transition? Well, it, it's it's weird because so, you know, when I was when I was inside, it was like I was really I was really into the whole, you know, leftist ideology. So that's where I get the name Che from, from Che Guevara, because I was I was really into him. I got him tattooed on my on my body. So it's like I was full fledged into that. And so, but it was, it was always from like the perspective of like the revolutionary perspective, like we can change things, we can make things better because of the environment that we come from, that there needs to be some type of revolution. But it was when I stepped out, out of there, you know, because with that whole narrative, it's all victim. It's all like the, you're, you're helpless, you can't do anything. And, and that's the real reason for your problems. But it's, it's one thing to read about that. And it's another thing to actually live that. And when you're around people all day long who constantly make excuses, who constantly blame other people for their problems, you can't help but think, I don't think it's I don't think it's anything other than what's going on in your own brain and the, and, the, and this thought process that they've given to you to make you doubt yourself. So it wasn't until I came home and I started to see things and be like, this doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? A lot of the things that I was learning in there it didn't it didn't make sense. So it's like my, the perspective I have now is more like I used to think this way. So I understand the thinking. But so this is how I know this is what they trying to do or this is what this is the game plan. But it, it really was when you stepped out into the world, man, I stepped out into the world and everything that I read in books just didn't add up. You know, and one of the main things like out here in California, we have a really, really bad homeless problem, like a bad homeless problem. Like and it was it was so obvious. Like I remember immediately when I came into L.A., and drove in, we went to downtown LA and it was like, I, I, I knew it was bad before, but it was never as bad as this. Like there was tents everywhere. And then you start to be around people and you're like, a lot of these people have drug problems. Like this isn't, this isn't some, this isn't some, uh, you know, conspiracy to, to hold you down in the sense of let, you know, let's make you do drugs. They put it right here in your brain that you have, you can't do things on your own. So you resort to these type of these type of vices and that to kind of change things. And I started to realize that there was a lot of the manipulation was coming from the left. You know what I mean? As far as like, 
to get you to to get you to agree to to not exert yourself to the best of your abilities. And that's a that's a that's a tactic that they use to stall you. As stalls you can keep and it, and it always keeps you down. They don't have to, you know, Carter G. Woodson once said that you don't have to, you, you know, you don't have to if you if you enslave if you enslave somebody mentally, you won't have to tell them to lock up. They will make a key, they will make a cage, and they will lock themselves up. And that's kind of what they do. And so that's what kind of changed everything. I mean, all that process was going on right before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh wow, like I, I really see it. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a thing. And it's interesting to me because how me and my twin brother, we come to this realization through study, right? We we started at a point where we were like, all right, belief is is it gotta stop for a second and really look at what we think is true on all fronts because we've seen too much argument, too much division, too much, you know, everybody separating themselves by like what we what we I'll be honest, which is like really arbitrary stuff. Like people say, oh well, uh, you know, we're different because of our skin color. Okay, well that's just a biological function that nobody chose, right? You didn't choose where you were gonna be born. You didn't choose your parents. You didn't choose what your culture would like you didn't choose. I mean at some point you become a man slash or or one or grown up and oh and you then you could decide, right? But right. with with these things being arbitrary, me and my brother were like, well, let's just be objective about everything for a second. I know some places it may not work, right? But the more we began to just say, well, what's actually true? And we looked at our political disposition. Why do people, in your opinion, get upset when we have to always say the left? Because it's like my, my Democrat left friends think <laughs> we're playing the blame game. You know what I'm saying? So why do you think that is when it's just a fact? Like who's perpetrating most of this stuff that's a problem in our community? Well, I mean, but look who's look who's controlling those these communities. It's always them. So, I mean, who else are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's that's, that's <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, Tom Brady about to play right now, right? So, if they have a bad game and it's due to bad play calling, he's not going to blame Bill Belichick because that's not his coach no more. What? So, why are we? That's just, that's the same type of thing. Like, I'm not going to talk about why anybody does that else. that work in sports though? works in sports but then that logic doesn't cross over into more important things you know what i'm saying like that's just exactly. strange to me i mean they 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 control it so with, with when you want to assume that position then you you take all the the, the uh the responsibility that comes with it that's yeah <laughs> i i even so is it fair to, to say right if you I have some friends that are like they say oh i'm independent i'm not a republican i'm not a democrat right and i go okay and then i start asking them questions about topical issues right substantive okay, where are you at pro-life pro-choice high tax low tax more government involvement let's go i try a different approach right why does being a conservative or a, a middle writing in person bother people that are former leftists so much like like why does that bother them so much you think i i just think it's because their um you know their favorite celebrity doesn't doesn't uh doesn't endorse huh. it you know huh. i mean it, it's a societal pressure man it's out there you know what i mean the people it's almost like i mean uh, i'm i'm in california which is you know as most liberal as it gets out here so there right. is kind of like this, there is this kind of like unspoken you know, uh, uh, understanding that everybody thinks that way. And so when you find somebody that don't, it's almost like, oh, hey, you, okay. You know, like I've gone to the shirt, I've gone to the gym wearing this shirt and I've had people be like, you know, like looking over their shoulder and be like, yeah, I, we, we're with that. And I'm like, why? Wow. <laughs> really? see, like, yeah, people get like that. So hold on, paint, get, the, paint the picture for the viewers, right? Because we have people that watch from all over the country. What is political climate like in California with this uh with this recall coming up as you mentioned that like but for those like give a brief like this is what it's like out here you know in, in Cali conservative or moderate right person you, but you know what I mean I think there's a lot of support for for the recall I think there's a, I think there's a, people are getting tired you know what I mean um it used to be when when this whole thing first started it was like really strict Stores weren't let you go in without their without a mask, and they were really pushing all that. And now it's not so much. Like they they they've kind of like on an individual basis. I think a lot of the fight has been taken out of people. I think they're just tired. They just want to get back to 
to normal. You know what I mean? And and I don't really see too many people, um, you know, disagreeing with this recall as much as as much as I pe- see people that want it. You know, so it's going to be interesting. I, I think this is the most pivotal election that we've had. I think after this point, um, you know, it's really going to determine what we do f- going forward as far as electorally and how we get represented as as people. Because if 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 there's some more shenanigans in this one then how do we trust 22? How do we trust 24? And, you know, mm, that good question. That, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I think it's that important. So I, I want to play something for you. I want to play something for you and get on this, right? Get out there, right? So we see this over here, but just take a listen to this. Uh, let me, let me get your take on this. Real quick. Governor Newsom working to address homelessness in California by taking to the streets to help clean up parts of the Bay Area. The governor in Berkeley helping clean up encampments along the freeway. The governor talking about efforts, continued efforts, he says, to remove these encampments as California works to try and tackle the homeless problem. Uh, 200. All right, did we buy this? <laughs> Is this guy for real? <laughs> Man, it's like, you know, when, when has he ever done that? I, I, I think, you know, he, he had blisters the next morning, I'll tell you that. But uh, because he's never picked nothing up like that. This is this is this is all the act. It's all the charade. It, it's really it's really interesting that, that he wants to go and clean up the homelessness. But if you look at if you look at his policies from the high taxes that I mean, literally, you can get a, a two bedroom house out here, run you $800,000. So Yikes. where, where else in the country is that going on? And that's, that's partly due here? to for, <laughs> Oh yeah. That's, yeah. Out there too. But it, I mean, California, New York, other <laughs> What's are the difference besides the size, ain't much of a difference. Well, Albany rules all Democrat, but yeah, y'all probably got better weather to call it to keep it funky. Cause winter sucks yeah, out here. Okay. The older I get, the worse I might get. It's winter and the birds. <laughs> it's winter and the birds. It's right now, I mean, it was like triple digits out there. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. All right, so let me get let me get something straight. He's this is his the amount of homelessness. This is my thinking when I see him do this. For the amount of homelessness, what is the point of shuffling? the equivalent of like 0.2 pounds of garbage into the back of a truck like them you like going into the ocean and taking out 15 gallons of water did what absolutely nothing does this work over there like did anybody buy that i I mean i'm pretty sure (laughs) you know but the problem is is that that's that's you know you created the policies you created policies that created homelessness, and then, and then at the same time, like it's literally getting to the point where homelessness are are they're they're not operating under the law anymore. I mean, really, like they, they really do whatever they want. They park wherever they want. They put their stuff wherever they want. There's a lady that's at a grocery that lives near a grocery store that's not too far from me, and she's she's walked around naked, busting out people's car windows. And she gets right back out there the next day. Like I'm serious. Like it's like there's no repercussions. They let them right back out. So it's like as long as it's not a it's not violent, they don't care. They'll they'll let you back out. These are the things that 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 causes this behavior to proliferate. And yet, you know, he thinks he could pick up a piece piece of plywood and it, and it's over with. Come on. All right. Um, yeah. I that threw me for a loop right there because I my line for what the violent. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a line for me. So I'm like, naked lady, babies outside, kids, young people walking be like, what is going, what's happening here? Mental health issues, you know, things of that nature. So, so it's, and, and you don't want to see anybody get hurt because that happens a lot. Like somebody might have had enough in the hood of snapping, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it yeah. hurt one of these people and it don't, you know, it don't even have to go like that. So is it, is it everywhere or is it concentrated for those that don't live there that, that see the, like, is this a statewide problem or is this just like LA or is this a, a, a statewide, like this homeless thing? I'm just curious. I, I think, I think it's, it's mainly in the bigger cities. So like LA, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, Oakland, 
Um, I was in San Diego not too long ago, and they had some, they had some homeless issues going on down there. Not as bad as L.A., but it was it was there. It was noticeable. So, I mean, it, it's kind of statewide, but mainly concentrated in the bigger cities. Yeah. And they make a, and the thing is, they make excuses, which blows my mind. The, the people who support these politicians, like my, my thing is, all right, he's done a terrible job. Right. And because yeah. of one or, one or two uh, economic, or if you will, uh, statistics that he can use about money coming into the state and operating, blah, blah, blah. He has a couple of talking points that could be perceived as a positive thing for state growth, et cetera, right? Cool. But if we really strip down the brass tax, this guy has done a terrible job, right? Well, I mean, he's got a terrible, he's done a terrible job in general. But I mean, if you look at the left, and, and, and especially the Democrats and their platform and the things that they're pushing, he really hasn't. I mean, they're pro they're pro lockdown. So and he's did that. They're pro uh, 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 vaccine passports mandates. And he's trying to push that. He's uh, they're pro locking schools down, keeping kill, kid, kids out of school. He's for that. They're pro teachers union. He's for that. I mean, so he's like checking all the boxes as far as them. Now, nowadays, you know, people over there on that side of the aisle, they don't really care about, uh, you know, growth and progress they care about pronouns they care about uh drag queen story hour so if you're pushing that then that checks the box that he's doing a great job never mind the fact that homelessness is through the roof that that all the big businesses are leaving so where are we going to get our money from where are we going to you know and and never mind the fact that you know illegal immigration is out of control out here as well oh. it's like but oh but he he's letting illegal immigrants in so that checks another box so it, it's like we're looking at it from our perspective that he's doing a bad job, but when your priority is lockdowns, vaccine mandates, illegal immigration, he's actually doing a great job to those people that support him. Right. And that's that's sad because you can't from what it looks like on, on the internet, right? When you go by the memes and the, the general social media vibe, it's a lot of Karen vibe out there. Very liberal. The people are very liberal. And they almost it seems like entitled to complain almost it's, it's like a strange relaxed complain vibe i i, I mean i'm describing it right but it's not logical like it's it almost it's almost like irrational to me right to think that the policies are are we can look at them and say they're not being effective look at the result the number of this is going up and these are the policies and you would think because we're talking to other human beings that are supposed to be adults, right? uh, that they would get it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, right. I understand I'm in the wrong party, but this is a bad idea teaching people that white people are inherently evil and black people can't do any better, whatever, you know, whatever the CRT right. leftist nonsense is, right? So I, I think that's why they have us though, because what will we do without these idiots? Like what, 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 like what else will we talk about? People are, yeah, true. I, can you even say retarded anymore? Like, do I no, 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 for no, saying no, retarded? Not at, all. not at all. You are like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't shut the the uh, shut the pro the uh, broadcast off right now. You can't right. you can't say anything no more. No, nah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. But that's what it is, though. I mean, it is. It's retarded. It's it's what it, it's. So I, I got to get your take on one thing too. I want to show you something and uh, see what you take away from this. I just want to see. What what you know what this does for you, in in terms of uh, where's the video? All right, uh, yeah, I saw this, um, and I I didn't know, I didn't know whether to throw my computer out. I just didn't know where to go, um, with this. This we go. Um, just what what. You These are gentlemen, sir. Huh? These are gentlemen. These are boys. Those are guys. Oops. Some of those guys. This is art, sir. This is this is art. 
Shay. Where is this? What is it? <laughs> this is art, sir. Yeah, I don't know what I'm just I what I was just looking at right now. It's kind of Okay. Uh let me fast forward this here because this gets a little more interesting. Uh let's just call it. Uh where'd it go? Here we go. Yeah, uh where'd it go? Right, there's a part this I need you to see here. All right. Well, the reason I showed you this is because this is this is the new art. And uh, with the art teachers and the music teachers and the in interpretive dancers uh, want us to, to, to call art. Yeah, get a load of this. This is, this is art, sir. What, what is, does this make you feel when you see this? Disturbed. Disturbed? Okay. Yeah. This doesn't this doesn't jog your inner creativity, as they say? Not at all. You don't, don't you don't you don't appreciate the uh the creativity and the the footwork here. I, I don't know what they're trying to do here, and it, it's well. Yeah, I mean the that? haircut. There you go. The haircut kind of fits. It, it that, does. That Where's the guy with the pole? Yeah, to see this guy with the pole. It was, it was like oh, I don't even know what happened to him. But so yeah, no, this this doesn't uh strike you as new the new hip hop. I think this was I think this was all funded by the last stimulus package right here. So this is what's being this is what's promoted uh as the new art. This is this is what the left is saying. We have to have uh more sensitivity in our approach to art. Did you feel more sensitive seeing that? Well, I mean I I, I would imagine that if I watch it enough. And I watch content like that enough, I've become very sensitive to a lot of things. <laughs> I don't um, know if it's a good thing. <laughs> well, let me tell you how hard it is to not kick my screen, right? Uh, I want to <laughs> rage out. I want to grab my computer and smash it um, yeah, and then just get a new one. That, that, so, and, and like I said, it's, it's, oh, no. All right. I see my team is, this is great. This is great. Yeah, sure. Think you think beautiful, Z. Sure. Sure. Yeah. She said, "Stop! My eyes are burning." <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, some of them, some of those were, were uh, what we call alphabet folks, right? They were there. Um, is that really a hot, a hot? Uh, uh, not to be funny, but like, is that like a uh, a serious issue out there too? Are they really pushing that on the West Coast? This whole men can be women thing in the schools, like the gender checking of the kids. Is that that is that deal happening there too? Um, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, I guess you could say, I mean, I, I, I will say like personally, uh, from that was, that was, that there was two things I noticed. I was gone for 15 years, like I said. Right. And the two things I noticed most, the first two things that I noticed that popped out to me was the homelessness and the, uh, the homosexuality. It was just so, it was more open. Like there, there's, there's, you know, like you're, you know, in New York, you have, places like what they call the gay community and that's where they're at and we um, had that yes yes like in west hollywood was always like the gay community if you went to west hollywood you would see homosexuals whatever but now it's like you just see it everywhere it's like it's not it's not uncommon i remember like the first time i was riding a uh i was riding a train and i'm just you know i was i'd only been home for like a couple of months and i'm riding the train coming home from work and it was two guys just sitting in front of me and i didn't think nothing of it whatever and then as soon as the train stopped, one of them got off and then he kissed him. And I was and I was literally like on the train. I was like, like, I'm looking around like everybody see this. <laughs> and nobody, nobody batted. eye. Everybody was just like, what? And I'm like. And so I was like, OK, well, I guess that's what it is now. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so it's, it's just really different. But I mean, it's, it's out here. You you see more of it than um, I live. I live next to a university. And now that the school is back in session, you know, it. I went to the grocery store the other day and saw a man in a dress. So it's just yeah. I'm, I, I, see, I don't want to be mean because I don't really care what people do. But where I'm running into a problem, and I and make this age right, it's just like why? What? What? Why do I? Why do I have to be involved? Like, why are you forcing me to be involved in this now? So. Right. I don't even, I download, you know, there's, there's apps and things you could put on. You put on Pluto, 
You put on any of these free TV apps or even Netflix, some of the commercials coming on, I'm sitting with the eight-year-old boy, nine-year-old boy, and then on the screen comes two guys kissing, and I, I have to explain to him yeah. what just happened, Dad. Why did you almost, why did you, why did you break the TV? Why did you, like, why did you do that? Right. So it's like, yo, uh, because you wasn't supposed to see that. Right. And can't now it's out of our control. At least before you had a channel, you had a channel. Like it was like, ah, you can't after eight, after seven. Now it's just prevalent. It's, it's, so it almost makes people, do you subscribe to this, 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 um, cause I kind of do, right? To the gay agenda thing. Is that a thing for you? No, yeah, definitely. I think it is. I think I'm on the fence with that. No, I, I think it is for sure. I mean, definitely. I, I think that it, I think the agenda is not so much to. <clears throat> so, like, this is what I think. I don't. I don't really think that there's an agenda to turn people gay. I don't think there's an agenda to turn people trans. I think they could care less about that either way. I think the agenda is to turn people's logic off. So, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's just say the transgender thing, right? Here, here's 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 the, here's the problem with the transgender thing. When I walk down the street, I got a seven year old nephew, right? So I walk down the street and I see a transgender walking my way. He's got a full beard, but he's got a dress on, right? My 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 nephew's gonna ask, why is that man wearing a dress? And the the correct thing for me to say, as far as, far as like politically correct thing to say, is that's not a man, that's a woman. Now he's gonna say, that's a man, and I'm gonna say he's gonna say, but he has a beard. He looks like a man, and I'm gonna say, yeah, but he feels like a woman. What that's going to tell my nephew is that feelings are more important than facts. He sees a fact right in front of his face. That's a man. Okay. But I just explained to him that that we have to respect that man, how that man feels as opposed to what it actually is. So when you start doing that at a young age, you start programming the mind to now accept feelings over facts. And when I can do that, then I can hit you with anything. I can hit you with like how like, that's why people keep saying, well, where, what far, how far does this go? How far mm. does it go? Where I can now. I'm, I feel like an animal. I or or you have some weirdos who's forty four years old or fifty years old, and he identifies as an eight year old, and now his girlfriend is seven. I'm just saying, like, how far does that go? That's that's what we're. That's the slippery slope that we've gone down to when we start seeing that feelings are more important than facts. So I think that's that's when we talk about an agenda. That's the agenda. The agenda they can care okay, less. So then I would I would rock with your interpretation. Of that being, I wouldn't even say gay people are fully complicit in that. I think like other groups, they're being used to promote that agenda because I'm not, I, I, to me, there's no reason to talk about any of that. Like as it relates to people's private, what they do behind closed doors. So the minute you have to have a, a LGBTQ TV show, it's about it's not about decency anymore because none of those things have anything to do other than how you decide to have sexual intercourse. Who the that's the entire identity is based on that alone, right? So had it been based on uh, like oh we're deciding to be a group of people who all dress like ponies and we want our own TV show. Well, th- that has nothing to do with other than how you want to dress. There's no. You know, we don't have to use your, 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 you know, what's your private or sacred before God in that respect. Like, we don't have to do that. So now it's the, to me, that makes sense. You know, like I said, I could rock with that because your only excuse for that is, you know, the only go-to for that rather is, I'm this, this is how I have sex. And that, that's yeah. everything. So now the only thing the show could come on and really talk about is, I'm gay and I have a but I'm a gay doctor, I'm a gay chef, I'm a gay we're gayer than the other gays. Who's the gays? Like right. and, it, yeah. and it goes down the rabbit hole to where it's just it becomes basically like soft porn on TV. Gay porn on TV is now acceptable. Right. But but that's what I said. It's 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 not about it's not about the the actual like they, they want your kids to be gay or they want your kids to be trans. I think it's just more, they want your kids to be, to be thinking more along, more emotional than logical. And once right. you have emotional people, because that works in all different ways. If you, if you, if, if there's a, if there's a police shooting tomorrow 
they're going to show it a thousand times. You're going to see it a thousand times on social media, and it does something to you. What emotionally? It, it plays with your emotions. This doesn't take it, logic. Should come in and say, "Well, wait a minute here. Let's look into this. Let's before we jump to conclusions, we need right. to get all the facts." But we've been taught since now we're teaching kids as little. Facts aren't important. Feelings are. So that's the whole agenda. When you when when I talk when we talk about the gay agenda, I just don't think it's. I don't think they care. Just like they don't care about racism and all this other stuff. They do, they absolutely do not care about any of these things. They just care that people that we care about it, and then it can be used to mobilize us to to uh, uh, enact policy that benefits them and gives them more power, basically. Right, right, right. So, so what's your take on this? And I and I've kind of I've heard you say this on your podcast. So for those that are just checking you out and, and meeting you for the first time, right? Like what's kind of your take on this toxic masculinity thing? But we here think it's ridiculous. I think it's hysterical, right? I, I think that this country was if you take what's being called when you enter the criteria for what goes into to- toxic masculinity, I'm like, wait a minute. That's what get made us a generation of of warriors in this country. Like what are you you want to get rid of that? What's your What's your take on that? Is it as ridiculous to you as it is us? Well, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's 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 one hundred percent ridiculous. But like I said, the the people that are 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 pushing these narratives, they have an agenda for it. So it, it would just be like, you know, what type of Mike Tyson do you want to fight? Do you want to fight Mike Tyson in his prime, or do you want to fight Mike Tyson that just fought Mike Roy Jones? I mean, I mean, either one we probably ain't going to fare too well. But I would take my chance with an older Mike Tyson, maybe with a broken arm, maybe with a broken leg. So it's kind of like that's what they're doing. The men, the, the men not only are providers and protectors and where they're supposed to protect the community and protect our, 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 our families, but we also provide logic. That's the biggest thing. When they removed the man from the household, that's what they took away. That was the most important thing to take away was that logical aspect to it. So now you have generations that are raised with only seeing things from a feminine point of view, which is mainly emotional. You know what I mean? And so now you have children, boys and girls that take on the the, the emotional disposition of their mother. And there's no counterbalancing that. There's no father there to balance that and, and apply logic. I always use this. Like when I was in school, if I got in trouble, you know, my mom would be the first one to be like, I'm going to go down there and say something to that teacher. That teacher yelled at, I came home and be like, man, the teacher yelled at me. They cussed me out, this and that. My mom would be like, well, we're going to go down there and have a talk with her. My dad would always say, wait a minute, what did you do? Mm. And I would, you know, I would be like, I didn't do nothing. And he would say, so, so what you're telling me is that when you walk through that door, that teacher just said, I'm going after you today for no reason, just, just picked on you. But, and then, so, you know, eventually I'd be like, well, you know, I did do, okay. So that's the, that's what we're missing here. We're missing that. So when we talk about the attack on masculinity, it's just the attack on, you know, it, it's like, let's let's take out the strongest element of a society that we want to conquer. So once you weaken that, then you can go in there and do whatever you want. It's like they put they put the uh, what is it? The, you know, like the 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 sheepdog, they put him to sleep. And once he's sleeping and he's over there passive and he's over there worrying about pronouns and, you know, <laughs> and LGB and all these alphabets and stuff like that. then here come the wolves. And that's right. what that's really what their plan was. That's I we got to get back to real masculinity. I mean, real, like how we're supposed to be. No, I totally agree, right? Because, and this might sound a, a little uh, simple to some of you guys, but what he said about women being more emotional makes a lot more sense, right? In in human, just humanity as a as an animal, right? Because I need to be able to go outside and bash a cow's skull in or do something to feed us. That you probably don't have the disposition to do, right? I got to animals and do all, all these other violent things, right? So it would make sense to me that women would be slightly a bit more emotional and connected. They produce a different set of compounds that allow them to be. Right. If you look up something called the love hormone, ladies and gentlemen, look it up. I'm not, I'm not making these things up. Uh, it's called oxytocin. It's a chemical produced in the body specifically to create a much more emotional experience with feeding a baby. So right. naturally, we would be able to be like, OK, yeah, they're slightly more emotional or prone to be it. And we should be um, 
we need them to be a little more rational and to be whole. It only makes sense to whole man with a woman. Like you have to have like, I, it's just weird that incomplete family structure because yeah. you, like no other animal, right? No other animal lets another animal raise its young. Where do they do that at? Like what animal does that? Like what lion is like, sure hyenas raise these cubs. No. <laughs> You know what? Yep. Eagles, let the crows do it. The, the crows are going to show you how to be eagles. It doesn't happen. Right. No, exactly. That's that's the problem. And then our family structure is a problem. Oh, no. Zynga said chest feeding. Birthing person. What's your take on birthing person? Yeah, uh, 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 AOC was talking about the abortion abortion law, and she said uh, she referred, she said this is an attack on all menstruating people. So, whatever that means. She said she actually said that. She said that. She said this is an attack on all menstruating people. So yeah, the, it's like, it's like the side for women's rights has just it completely eradicated women. I don't it's strange. It's it but this is just a lot like it, They, yep, that was the part they didn't like, Jay. They kicked me off. That was the part. <laughs> that was the part. Hold on. I'm jumping back in on the phone. They say, you got to go, sir. We can't have you talking about that. Hold on. I'm jumping right in. That's crazy. They just That's did that funny. to me. Oh, okay. All right. So real quick, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in to the Urban Conservative. TUConservative.com is the website. We're talking to Red Pill Shay, host of the No Spoon Podcast. Do us a favor. Go check them out. Um, let us know where you're watching from. Get in the comment section as usual. There goes the link. There goes the link. Make sure. Go check the brother out. Go check out what he got going on over there. I want to double back real quick and talk about this recall election because, like I said, everybody, you know, people from around the country are really curious. Is it a really divisive issue there or or is it like people have just really hit the limit and they're just ready for something new you think you know what i mean i, I don't think it's it's as divisive as they want you to think i mean i don't i don't i don't see it like in daily life where people are like you know at each other's throats over it um but i mean maybe that just might be my perspective but as far as like i think that there are there is a big uh there is a lot of momentum to get this guy out of there. So that's why I say it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I want to see, I want to see where the, uh, um, what the numbers look like as far as, you know, how it looks. If it's, if it's a landslide in one way, I'm going to be very skeptical, especially if I know, if I think it's going to go the way I think it's going to go. So, mm -hmm. you know, so you want to, you want to offer up a prediction. What's your, what's your prediction? I think Newsom will stay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I think election integrity is an issue in this country right now. It is That's, a big issue. And he's not gonna he's not gonna stay because the people want him to stay. I'll just say that. I don't I just I, I just think this this is it's another it's another we're gonna see another uh twenty twenty situation and I don't uh yeah, I, I don't the elections elections have been kind of compromised, in my opinion. And and so now it's almost like what do you do? You know what I mean? What do you right. do when you no longer have a voice? What do you do when you can't trust the, the, the process anymore? So, I mean, I hate to say it. I don't want him to stay, obviously. But if you're asking my prediction, I, I think he will. No matter what. See, now, here's the interesting thing. My brother, this whole 2020 election thing, my brother, I, I figured – I'm gonna go with logic and reason. There's no way Trump loses. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, what, are you kidding? I'm looking at the increases during during midterms and and local elections and Republicans getting gaining and and these numbers. And I'm like, there's no way he can lose. My brother's like, nah, he's gonna lose, buddy. And I'm like, but how can he lose? Like, how how can he lose? And my brother was steadfast for for seven eight months. We had a bet. Yeah. He, and and I lost. That I, I I held out until January sixth. I was like, I'm not paying you until yeah, January sixth. Yeah. Until they swear by, until Biden makes it down the steps, until he gets to the White House. I I, right. I held out every hope, right? And he lost. So you might be right. I, I mean, we are, could we possibly be that far gone in this country where we're looking at that level of takeover? You think? I think so. 
I do. I mean, I, I this this there's this unprecedented things are happening. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like all of a sudden people have just kind of like I I don't know how to explain it, but it's like I, I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and we were just like I don't I don't get it. It's like from one day to the next, everybody just went they went stupid. Like you know, you know, I didn't I didn't I remember when this whole thing started, like back you know March of last year or whatever, and it was like we were hearing about it, coronavirus, this and that. And I didn't really I'm like yeah whatever okay, and and then. I remember the 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 lady that we were rent we were renting a house from, and she uh she came home one day and she had a bunch of water and she was like, "You guys need to go get water." And I'm like, "For what?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh, because there everybody's getting water." And I'm thinking like, "I don't I, are you talking about coronavirus?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Man, people ain't going for that. Like, come on now." But I mean, here we are. Everybody's gone for it, and it's almost like the same people that you're like looking at. And, like you know just just last year we were talking about burning down the system and now all of a sudden you're talking about just just comply just listen just 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 trust the science trust the mm. system the very system you told us to burn down now you're telling us to listen to and if we don't we're somehow white supremacists like the people we were fighting against last year it didn't make any it, like all this stuff is 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 really discombobulating to people so i, I just you know i think that we're at a point where it's hard to say, but I mean, it, it, this this election is going to show so much, and I think we need to start talking about what do we what do we do if if we can't trust that process anymore. Right, I think that's a real conversation, and going forward, that's something we're going to be talking about here, and and I know you're going to be getting into it as well. Oh, um, I, I listen. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. It's a custom around here when we when we have people come on the show for the first time. We play a one word association game. And a rapid fire round, so we're Let's gonna get it. ready to do that. Um, where's my notes? I don't even know where I put my notes. I have some names for you. Hold on. Oh, there it is. All right, got it. Let me get a drink real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Hit the like, follow, subscribe, do us a favor. And I'm drinking. Look, homemade cups. We got homemade cups coming soon. Y'all can't see that, but boom, y'all see that? Look at that. So, all right, red pill chair. You ready? Yeah. First, first name on the list. Little Yachty. <laughs> uh, nail polish. Okay. That's uh, two words, but I mean, it's the same. Uh, no, same. That's good enough. Barack yeah. Obama. Uh, what's the word? I would say uh, actor. I think he plays his role really well. Billy Crystal. Uh, Clippers, he's a Clippers fan. So, right, hold on, we got we got upset baby. Hold on, hold on, one sec. Yo, Mason's not happy at that answer. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Heather said, "Hey, Mason." Yes, you know every episode he got to do that. That's a thing around here. So uh, I said, "Would I leave off Billy Crystal?" Okay, one more bill for the list. Bill Cosby. Um, man, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is the first word that comes to my mind is innocent, but I don't know, really know if he's, I would say innocent. I just, it's just the first thing that comes to my mind. I think that they, they really, they really, uh, uh, they wanted him to be guilty. So I would say I'm, I'm going to take the other, the other side of that, you know? Okay. 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 Hey, that's it. This is your list. All right. Rapid fire round. You ready? Yeah. Best Mexican, best Mexican food in your area. Oh, carne asada burritos. All day. Where's where's it at? Uh, actually, actually, if you want to get the best, the best Mexican food, they're the they're the ones they sell on the street. Street tacos. If you had to get into, a, yeah, if you had to get into a physical altercation, who would you rather have with you, Joe Biden or Screech from Saved by the Bell? Well, isn't Screech dead? Yes, sir. So I take Screech, yeah. <laughs> Yo, why so does everybody good, take Screech? What good is he gonna do? Like, Somebody said I'll beat. I can beat the person up with his corpse. Somebody said. Yeah, that's still that's a great answer. Yeah, Joe's just getting away. <laughs> All right, uh, favorite childhood movie. Uh, Rocky. 
barbecue flavor potato, uh, hot dog flavor potato chips. Yes or no? Hot dog flavored potato chips? Yes or no? Oh no, I'm not with no. That sounds weird. Okay, watermelon milkshake. No, no, we ain't doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> Why not a watermelon milkshake? You can't do watermelon milkshake. No, no, no. That's like, and that's like the you know that's like the pineapple on pizza crowd. I'm I'm against that 100 right there. All right, last last one. Sugar on spaghetti or not? You know, a little bit is not a, not a bad thing. My my wife puts a little bit in 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 her sometimes, and it tastes good. So I, I say yeah. Really, some people like it's an abomination. No, I you know what I, I've never really heard of it, but she, when she once she started making it, and she would always like, I got to add a little bit of sugar, and I'd be looking at her kind of crazy, but it's actually pretty good. So, all no, right, but, you, what 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 brownie do you have to have? Center, edge, or middle? A uh, middle. But really? I, I'll, middle? but I'll take them all though. I like I love brownies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Red Pill Shay, the floor is yours. Thirty seconds. Plug all the shows. I'm gonna throw the website up, bro. The floor is all yours. Yeah. So so you can go to my website, thenospoonpodcast.com. But all my latest episodes are being hosted on SchoonTV.com. That's s c o o n t v.com. It's a it's a, a site ran by Curtis Schoon, who's putting a lot of independent thought out there. A lot of people out. Uh, you know, getting their content that's that's facing a lot of censorship, you're not going to get it there. So it's on SchoonTV.com is where you can find all the latest episodes. I think this week I'm going to have uh, a governor, Daniel Mercury, who is who is running for governor in the recall election here in California. I'm going to have him on the show. We're going to break down a lot of things. He's really good at, like, a lot of the grassroots stuff is where I think a lot of the change is going to become. But you can follow me on Instagram, Instagram, at the No Spoon Podcast. That's where I got – I put most of my content out there. Um but yeah, subscribe, like, do all that stuff to everything that it's out there. Follow me on Instagram. So, uh, go subscribe to the website and go down, go to Schoon TV and subscribe there as well. Yes, yeah, sir. So, yo, Shay, thank you so much, sir. And um, obviously, we want to stay tapped in with you and, and stay plugged in with what's going on with what you're doing out there. We're going to be supporting your show. Um, Yes, thank yep, you. Noah, Noah handed me this. Yes, of course. Everybody can see the car, but but um, we want to you know keep keep tapped in with you. What's going on in California with the recall? Obviously, we support we support Larry Elder. We support anything other than Newsom. You know what I'm saying? But we we really we really think Larry Elder has a good chance of doing it. I'm interested to see what all the candidates bring to the table, um, yeah. and, and what they have to say. Um, and I think that's dope bringing the candidates on. We got some shows coming up with some candidates out here on the East End, too, from Queens, Suffolk County candidates. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, again, check out yep. Red Pill Shade, the No Spoon Podcast, Spoon TV. Um, it's going down. Ladies and gentlemen, we will have Shade back on. Uh, stay yep. plugged in. Stay tapped in with us, the Urban Conservative. Yeah, I know, man, you, gonna know, you know where to find me. And, uh, and, and you always, you know, my line is always open to you. Anything you guys need done, any, any promotion, any... Whatever I can do and be assistance of, you know, I'm I'm here. So we gotta we gotta support each other, especially now when we're up against it. We gotta support each other. Yo, listen, I'm not a beard guy, clearly, right? But uh, there's a <laughs> there's a brand out here called the Beard Brothers. Look them up. Um, like I've I've seen a lot of reviews. They're a local company. You know what I'm saying? They call Beard Brothers. Maybe you might be able to do something with them. You know what I mean? They they got some really cool products and stuff. If they're on Instagram or something like that, send me their uh, send me their page so I can uh, I can follow them and I'll hit them up. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, we love to support local businesses, bro, Definitely. and just spread it around. So again, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're gonna have Red Pill Shade back on the No Spoon Podcast. Make sure to tune in, plug in, tap in, all that good stuff. When you're on the West Coast, holla at them. Uh, you know, stay tapped in. So we'll see you guys. Uh, what's tomorrow? Friday. So no, we won't see y'all Friday. We will see you again on Monday night. Make sure to to, to get with us every Wednesday, 9 p.m. The Two America Show. Um, mad events going on. Go to the website. I ain't gonna plug everything right now. We'll see y'all on Monday night. Peace and love, fam. Thank you. <laughs>